Man, there ain't nothing to do in Raleigh. You don't want to be in Charlotte. Take Charlotte out of your GPS, okay? You're home. Mm-hmm. Just stay right here. There's no need <laughs> to go. There's nothing to see in Charlotte. You want to go to Charlotte, you can do that on a day trip. You just you don't want to get caught up in all that mess. Do you? Life's short. Do you want to spend it on I-40, 77, no, 85? Not no, not at all. No way. Forget it. No chance. Spend it here. Go take a drive today. Go check out, you know, Winston-Salem, you know, Greensboro High Point. We, we, I mean, we cover those. We talk about you guys all the time. Let's talk about some of our other fun places. Have you went over there and checked out Louisville? How about Moxville? Moxville and Louisville have some pretty cool little downtowns, actually. You can go there and just, I don't know, they're just kind of oh, wow. Mayberry-ish. I don't know. It's just, there's not a lot to them, mm-hmm. but that's, that's what's cool about it, right? It's just... Relax. Go to the park. Walk down the street. They actually have sidewalks. Those type of things. But, <laughs> you know, and, and you know, Oak Ridge, Summerfield, Bay, Pleasant Garden. You got all these great little towns. Sophia. Some some people like. I don't even know. I didn't even know it was a Sophia. Hey, we've got some great new houses coming up in Sophia. You need to check out our website. Hit jasonbramble.com. How about Wahlberg, Randall, and Julian? All those places. Never heard of them. Never heard of them. Man, <laughs> Never heard of throw, them. They're a nine iron just south of Greensboro all around. So Really? Okay. There's lots of great little towns here. Advance, Bermuda Run. You got Burlington, obviously. Mebane, or if you're from the mo- north, it's Mebane. But, you know, <laughs> we don't say it like that here. Phonetically, it's Mebane in North Carolina. But how about we got Blues Creek, Walnut Cove, we got Brown Summit and Brown Summit because they can't even decide up there how to say the name, <laughs> and so it's either way. It, it, and what's crazy is you can you can get there with the S or without the S. It doesn't matter. Everybody knows, but they there's still an argument whether it's Brown or Browns Summit, unless you're from there, and then they're emphatic about what it is. But you need to go there and ask them. Go up there and hang out in Brown's uh, Summit <laughs> and see what happens. But it is uh, it is interesting. So we sell in all those. And we have a great time getting to meet the local people, all these great cities and towns that we have around there. We are your full-service, one-stop shop, buying, selling. We cover 36 towns and cities located all over the triad and i know i've left off some i didn't forget you king don't worry about that walnut cove Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. who else did i miss up there um i'm sure somebody send me the email and i'll make sure i mention you next week i <laughs> promise you most of you guys know we are all over the place so come come over to jasonbramlett.com send me a message get on that email link up there and we'll we will get you on our mailing list because we have some you know, interesting things and things that people are looking for that pop up. And sometimes we have to reach out to people in our database to say, hey, you have what somebody's looking for. Have you thought about selling it? Hmm. Because maybe you attempted to sell your home three, four, five years ago, you know, during the dark ages of real estate when nothing was going right, no appreciation was happening. And we were just stuck in the ditch, pretty much, in the triad for about, oh, I don't know, a decade. Uh, (laughs) It just took a while to climb out. Now we're finally climbing out. And some of you actually haven't put, you know, haven't got the thought back in your head of, you know, maybe I can move now. Yeah. Actually, you may very well be able to. You've been paying down the mortgage for three, four, five, seven, eight years now. Um, Real estate is actually starting to just tick up just a little bit so we have some appreciation 
So between you making payments and paying down the mortgage, real estate ticking up a little bit, now we have this thing called equity created. You may actually have enough equity to be able to make a change. There you, you go. You just don't know. What we have to do, we just got to do the math and, and take a look at it and see see what it see is it a good decision for you. And that's what we'll check out and, t- and take a look at. So hit jasonbramo.com, put in your city. Let's talk about it. How about that? All right. Let's do it. What else we got coming up today? All right. So we talked about um, that spring market has uh, kicked off. Um, is it too late to get a house on the market? Oh, absolutely not. No, you're good. Okay. You're good. Well, okay. I, I say that. Some of you, some of you, um, well, you're going to need some help and some love, but that's okay. Actually, here's here's the deal with selling a house. A lot of times, everybody's trying to figure out the exact time to hit the pinnacle to get you know to get the best to get the most. Here's here's the truth of the matter: the right time to move is when you're ready to move. Okay, and that could be October, that could be December, it could be all things. Um, you know, the benefits of selling now. Well, you have more buyers hitting the market now because of the time of year than anything else. Downside of selling now is you also have more houses hitting the market. Therefore, you have more competition. So if you are one of 10 that are hitting uh, the market in your price range and nine of your neighbors have outperformed you in cleanliness, upgrades, updates, <laughs> all those things, they've been listening to the show for the last 12 years, right? Right. They've... they've They've taken hold of all the wisdom and knowledge that I have dropped on the triad real estate market, right? The, the, the gems. The you... gems. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, they jumped right in there. And so they're way ahead of you because maybe you just tuned in last week and the only thing you got last week was um, something about the AC, you know, the ACC tournament that I was rant, uh, you know, ranting on. But anyway, they're ahead of you. So it may be that now that that competition's there, your house doesn't look quite as good as it used to whereas then maybe if you'd have put a house on the market in december when nobody was on the market and people had absolutely no choice all of a sudden hey the the bridesmaid became the bride right you know i mean it was like wow you know there ain't nothing else this is what we'll have to go with so there is a downside to selling in the spring market you know so it is the it is what most of us will consider the peak yes most of the houses do um you know do sell in the cycle but here's the thing about looking at trends and cycles with real estate especially the only way you can know if you're ever at the top is you have to look backwards so it's not a trend in which you can forward you can't see it coming forward um in order to know that you were at the top it is a it is what we call it's in arrears everything happens in the past so when you put a house under contract that sale's not recorded that day that sale's recorded in 45 to 60 days when it closes mm-hmm. therefore the buy trend is always in a lag of of usually 45 to 90 days and so we won't know what the top was until probably we're 45 to 90 days past the top and now what do we see is the ski slope is heading down the other way so now we have people chasing the market down which is never fun and if you need a visual of that graph just google anything over the last 10 years in the tried real estate market and you'll look like you were on beach mountain headed down really quick because that's what it looked like (laughs) it looked like you were skiing black diamond this was not bunny slope, tow ropes, <laughs> gentle little rolling meadows. This was oh. a cliff that just Yikes. went straight down. So this was double black diamond. Holy smokes. Hang on. Here we go. That's the visual. And what you don't see is that lag. And so, well, when it's perpetually for nine years, you see it, or, you know, nine or ten years. But at the at the bottom line is this. Real estate in general 
is is it's all about timing. It's all about your timing. If everybody could pick the winning ticket, everybody would be winners, right? It doesn't work that way. And so and so the definition, you know, another thing we gotta look at is you know, most people when I get a question like timing is they're trying to maximize the investment. They're attempting to squeeze as much as they can out of that. But by definition, an investment is something that is earning you money for effort that you're not having to do. And potentially, like in the case of real estate, other people are paying for your debt. That's a win. So I have a rental unit, house, condo, townhouse, apartment, whatever it is. If I owe money on it, mm-hmm. the tenant is actually paying that money back. The difference between what I owe and what the tenant is giving me is profit or at least you know income of some kind. may not be profit, but it certainly could be income. Right. So the thing, the thing, and to qualify this real quick, your forty-year-old deadbeat son living in your basement paying you rent is not really investment <laughs> property. Okay, that's a parenting issue, right? That's not income property. So we need put all things together equally here to understand what is just because somebody's giving you some dollars doesn't mean you got an investment property. Okay, the house you live in is technically by that under that definition I just gave you not an investment. Why? Unless the kids are paying for it, I can't get rent out of mine. I've tried, they just don't <laughs> go for that. I mean, they're still on the hopefully we work for food program, right? If you can get them to do a little something around the just house. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just lean into it just a little, right? But by definition, the home you live in if no one else is paying for it and you are, it's a liability. It okay. is actually not an investment property. Could you make money off of the home that you're living in? It is possible. It is rare, but it is possible. Typically, what it ends up becoming is a really, really horrible savings account. The reason why is we actually always over-improve our own property. Why did you do that? Mikkel, why did you spend $14,000 on your kitchen? Because I liked it. My, my wife told me to. There probably. you go. That's it. That's it. That is not investment logic. That is keeping everybody happy logic, yes. which is more important. See, there is a return of value there. It's not monetary, mon- you know, monetary money, but it is lifestyle. True. I did this. Mama happy. Everybody's happy. Everyone's happy. happy. It's priceless. You yes. cannot put money or, you know, put a money factor on that. Now, do we have I, we we look at houses all the time that are over improved? Hmm. Why did you do that? Why did you put that there? Well, you know, we loved it. This is what our family does. Our family's an outdoor family, so we put a sixty thousand dollar outdoor kitchen in. Okay, wow, great. You could do that, but you may never ever ever get that money back. <laughs> you know, and probably won't because there's not that many people. Now, people will take it all yes. day long. But they are not going to pay you full what you paid for it. But, you know, hey, I like the fact. I like the $60,000 outdoor kitchen. It's awesome. Um, I, I just don't really want to pay $60,000 for it because I could take it or, or leave, leave it, it yeah. right? It's kind of like a horse barn. We sell horse properties. You know, a horse barn is an awesome feature to have. If you have horses. If you have horses. I was going to say If you have no horses, it is absolutely a useless building on your property. But, you know, so it has different value for different people. Same, same principle with your house. And typically we get in the situation where we over improve our house. But 
real estate investing is great to do, but it's investing is when other people are paying you money for what you what you either own and or they're helping you pay it off. That's when it becomes an investment. That's when it becomes good. That's when you start making sense of those things. Now, all that to say, is it the right time to sell? The right time to sell. What what I'm getting at, the essence of this is don't spin your wheels attempting to time out a market in which no one can predict and or no one has ever really timed out because it's always in arrears. You never know where the top is until you're past it. You can get close. You can kind of get in the window. You can do whatever. The right time to sell the home you are living in is when you're ready to, to do it. That is that is the bottom line because okay. all those factors, because even if I sold my house seven years ago when the market was horrible, but I sold it in order to take a, a new job in Tennessee that was paying me forty or $50,000 more a year, and I lost money here, I probably was still a good decision for the family. Right. It was a horrible decision as far as a real estate goes. Maybe <laughs> I should have never bought the house to begin with. But the fact of that new opportunity, me being able to get rid of the home, I was able to take advantage of, the, of that opportunity. So lots of different things out there. So let's do this, Mikhail. Let's take a quick break. We're going to come back. Okay. We, got, we got something coming up you might be interested in. You ever thought about, I don't know, sticking your toe in the real estate world? Well, we're going to talk about our career night coming up in April. So stay tuned. We'll be right back in just a minute. Jason Bramlett, Real Estate Show, live right here. The views and opinions expressed in this program are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or advertisers of 94.5 WPTI or of iHeartMedia. All right, we're coming back um, from the break. We we talked about... Uh, rental properties and uh, investing. Yeah, absolutely. And then and then we kind of, well, we threw out that little teaser out there of, have you ever thought about, well, what it takes to actually be in real estate, be in sales? Have you wanted to stick your toe in the water, kind of check it out? Well, we're doing a career night coming up in April. Actually, it's April 10th, 7 to, I'm sorry, 6 to 7 o'clock. And I'm going to walk you through what it takes to, well, an opportunity, if you will, I guess. We're going to talk about what it takes to be successful, but also the opportunity that we created within our company that you could potentially come in, take a look at what it is, and everybody's got their own opinion of what um, real estate sales really is. Now, I'm look, I'm not talking about order taking, okay? There's a difference, okay? If you've been to a really nice restaurant and you had somebody take your order, and you've been to a really nice restaurant where somebody's given you concierge service and served you well, and or hopefully you've you've bought something in which somebody didn't just say, what you want to drink, okay? <laughs> that's called order taking, all right? When when you have a great experience, and, and that's, what, that's what we want to create is the experience of real estate, not just sitting back taking orders to either buy and or sell, and that's what we want. If, you, if you're that type of person, your whole experience is doing open house and eating chips and cookies, that is not what we're talking about here either. We're talking about selling at a high level. But we really, here's what I'm talking about. I'm looking for leaders. I'm looking for people that understand that serving their clients, uh, what it's like to do that and to do it at the very at the highest level possible. People that pick up the phone and make things happen instead of waiting on the phone to ring and reacting to what is happening. There is a big difference in the two. Take an initiative. Yes. You might want to rewind that later and listen to that again. That is um, 
That is the difference between you taking ownership of your life, your sales career, and or your sales career happening to you. There is a big difference. The other big difference is that are the zeros at the end of your paycheck. Okay. (laughs) So there are definitely different levels of compensation in all of sales and the people that serve their clients the best offer the greatest service, provide the best concierge type service and do it at a very, very high level, earn the most money. That shouldn't be a big surprise to anybody. And, um, I know some people will say that's not fair. Well, guess what? We have a fair in October. It's called the Dixie Classic Fair, <laughs> and you can go there and ride the rides because that's what a fair is for. Bring the family. That is it. Life is not fair. Get over it. If you haven't figured it out by now, I'm sorry. I don't know where you've been hiding, but it's not fair. It's not fair to all the young kids that got snowed in to going out and getting a higher education, $80,000 in debt, and they're working at you know the big box store with the circle and the pretty dog at the checkout counter, right? Sorry for you. But, you know, it's about taking initiative for yourself and getting out there and making it happen, okay? And and you can't just go through the motions. That's true. That's what we're finding out. That's what the generation's finding out, going through the motions. Well, sometimes going through the motions smacks you right into a concrete wall, and it is no fun. It is not. I've hit a few concrete walls in my career. I have too. And guess what? They're they're hard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to move through them or over them, right? But you can't sit there and just stare at them and talk to them, right? They are not going to move. You have to be the one making a move. So April 10th from 6 to 7 at our campus here in uh, Greensboro, we are going to dig into that. Get in touch with my office. You go to jasonbramlett.com. You know the deal. Drill that little email icon in the top right corner. Shoot us an email. Put in there career night. My team will reach out to you. We'll get you an event right sent over so you can register. It, there is no cost to this event. Um, uh, we we actually paid all the uh, all the handling charges for you. So uh, there is no cost to take a look. We will we will get your money later. No, I'm kidding. Just <laughs> relax. It's not a and it's not one of these uh, sales pitchy things like you can't buy anything when you come there. I mean I have a couple houses for sale if you want to buy one when you're there, that's fine. But really what we want to do is we know this in the tribe there are an extensive amount of phenomenal great salespeople that are looking for the right vehicle and the right opportunity and where they're at now, it's not there. And, and so real estate can be it. The wonderful thing I love about real estate is that you have a lot of control in, um, in your destiny. You know, I, I have had in the last 90 days, four really good friends that work for pretty large companies, um, for years, you know, one of them well over 25 years. And, you know, at that age where they're making pretty good money, so they're probably making anywhere between, you know, eighty to $90,000 a year, making a great living, been at the company for a long time, and all of a sudden, they whack the whole division. And oh, so wow. when you're 55 plus, mm-hmm. and you are in the job force looking to replace a seventy, eighty, dollars or $90,000 income, that is very, very difficult to do and today's society is, is very hard it is very in today's corporate workforce like 41 is hard right yes you know um so when you get up to 55 plus um one, one of my friends you know 61 years old and you just can't touch um 
he you know there there's just nothing no nobody that he found i shouldn't say nobody few and nobody that he found was hiring a 60 year old person at the income level that he was at and what do you do you know here he is he's too young to retire too young for social security most all retirement benefits can't kick in no right yeah and 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 you're stuck in this abyss until you reach those years and the and the real thing that stinks is usually with social security my understanding of it is what you make in your last few years is is kind of the most important part right yes, it's yes, kind it of what established is some of the the tables as to which what you're going to get true and, and it's kind of hard so, to like downsize your life before you really want to that's right yeah well yeah think about that it's like here i got this great plan it's awesome uh, and everybody set the timeline whoever did that decided it was 65 i don't know who, <laughs> or 67 i guess it is they move they move the cheese a little bit every every yes. yeah, out there a little bit so 67 i've got my plan i'm working my plan and all of a sudden my plan doesn't work anymore and and that is out of your control yeah you know the great thing about um real estate is you have control we actually had um a couple of times i've known i've been around a while so i've known agents that are up in their years and um we we actually had a, a really one of our top agents in the triad pass away a couple of years ago the interesting thing about that was when he did he had multiple homes still under contract so he, he's so he was actually uh, there was money coming in even after he was not with us anymore. Oh, wow! So all the way to the very end, you could actually be in control of your own destiny, making money. That money could go to you know your family, your state, or whatever it is. But my point is, you have the control of that, and not maybe somebody uh, whipping a pencil out of state in a different part of the world that doesn't really. I won't say they won't don't care about what you're doing. It's just they're not living in your shoes. That's true. Right? And so the only person I want living in my shoes is me, and I want to be in control of them. All right? And yes. so real estate career night, come check it out. It's going to be April the 10th, 6 to 7. Get in touch with our office. Go to jasonbramlett.com. You can get all the information that you need there. Last little thing we I want to just throw out. We have new homes popping up all over the triad. We get this question all the time, especially in the spring, because they seem to pop up like the tulips and the daisies and all that stuff. Should I buy a home directly from the home builder? Interesting enough, I had uh, lunch this week with one of the area's top home builders, and I was pleasantly surprised and, and not, not surprised, encouraged um, that their, their team, they really push the fact that they want uh, people to have representation. They actually want another hmm. set of eyes there. And, and so there's a perception that you can save money by buying direct and not having a real estate agent. And with this particular builder, and they sell a lot of homes, and most of them out there, that is simply, that is a myth. It is actually not the truth. You're not going to get the house at a cheaper price. The only thing you're going to get is no representation. So think okay. about that. We're going to do a show on that coming up next week. You can stay tuned um, there and stay tuned, obviously, to WPTI. We've got great stuff coming up, like basketball yes. all day. And, you know, of course, I don't know. I'm sure Duke's going to win. But, I'm um, sure they will. You know, well. That's my bracket. <laughs> it hasn't totally busted yet. We'll see. But, anyway, everybody have an awesome, awesome weekend. We're going to be back here next week. Go to jasonbramlin.com to get signed up for career night. And we'll see you then. Enjoy the weekend, guys. Enjoy the weekend.